at the end of the day, you can only attract so many people with your content and your marketing. But if you're able to go tap into other people's audiences, it's going to help your business so much. So anytime somebody comes on my podcast, right, they're now tapping into my audience, right? Like my audience, maybe they've never heard of them before. They're becoming aware of them for the first time. And that person's going to make an impression or not, right? But they're also kind of getting a cosign from me and that, you know, obviously I have them on the show, so therefore I must trust them. And so, you know, it's good for them. Now, <laughs> unfortunately, I've had to take some episodes down because some people, you know, ended up not being the people we thought they were. But nonetheless, going on other people's shows is a big deal. Okay? Every time I've been on another person's show, whether that was Bigger Pockets or my friend Graham Stefan or you know any of these other big podcasts, I've always gotten a bump, you know, in my businesses because a lot of people who had never heard of me um, heard of me for the first time because I was tapping into this other person's audience. And so um, this is a great strategy uh, for you to use. Lastly, okay, you know we're going to talk about marketing. I, I was kind of hating on paid and saying, oh, it's not good, blah, blah, blah. You should do organic. But the reality is you're going to do paid ads, right? So, you know, this can be TV commercials, Facebook ads, YouTube ads, TikTok ads, PPC, um, direct mail. Like there's lots of ways you can do paid ads. But at the end of the day, um, for me, right, I like to just do a combination, right? I want to do a combination of things that get me free leads, things that cost me, you know, money, things that, you know, are amplifying my organic stuff. For example, if we have a really good organic post or video, we know we can actually put ad spend behind it and help get it seen by more people. And that's a really big deal, right? Because if that content was already performing great organically, well, then we know we need to go send it out to the masses, which is goes back to why creating organic content is good because it's going to make paid better. But you know, I think paid ads are amazing. Um, it's a whole nother art form in itself, um, grabbing people's attention. One thing I'll say with ads is, you know, you want to create uh, something that catches attention very quickly, right? You don't want to start off your ad like, hey, guess what? My name's Ryan Pineda. You know, hope you're having a great day. That's not going to get attention, okay? If you're going to do an ad, you got to catch them with a hook within seconds, Hey, you want to learn how to make a million dollars this next year in real estate? Listen up, right? Now, that's that's an extreme exaggeration. I'd probably get flagged by the FTC for um, <laughs> making false claims. But let's say, hey, you want to learn how to make six figures and quit your job right now this year in real estate? Listen up. We've had many students do that, right? So that's more so what an ad is. Okay? You want to make sure you capture their attention. And, and honestly, too, the, the whole point of an ad isn't to go teach them and tell them everything about your product. It's to just get them to click to the next step. Okay? That's, that's what an ad is for. All right? you know, organic content's different. That, that's about content and let people find your business. You're going to plug your businesses. You know, don't, don't never talk about your business in organic content. I've talked about multiple businesses in this video thus far. So don't be afraid to talk about your business, but you know, it's not an ad where, you know, my, my main goal is like, I gotta get you to my business page as fast as possible because you, you weren't expecting it, you weren't looking for it, you're just, you know, scrolling on social media or whatever it was, right? So, you know, you're gonna have to figure out how to market, how to get attention. Those are some ways you can do it. Now, 
Once you do that, okay, we've created an offer, we figured out marketing, now we gotta talk about funnels. All right, so here's the deal with funnels, guys. Um, I'm gonna give you the basic funnel that we use for all my products. I mean, we use it for education, for tax, um, for Panetta Media. We use it for pretty much all of my businesses um, that are direct to consumer, right? We don't use this for house flipping because that's a little bit different niche, but this will work for most products, all right? So I'm gonna give you the three-step process to doing the proper funnel, okay? So step one is the ad, okay? Now we just went over ads you know, for a little bit there. But, you know, number one is the ad. Now, with an ad, obviously we wanna have a really good hook, okay? I talked about that already. We gotta grab their attention as fast as possible. That's why, you know, doing funny ads or having things like, you know, watches or cars or sick, you know, locations grab attention, right? You're like scrolling on social media, then you see this car, you see this watch, you see a stack of cash, you see something, you're like, whoa, what is that? Okay, now that you've caught their attention, you basically got five seconds to sell them, right? And so, you know, I'm trying, like, I'm, I'm just flexing the watch, whatever, and I'm like, hey, you know, you want to quit your job and make six figures in real estate in the next 12 months? Keep listening. Okay, I got your attention. You're like, yeah, that sounds good to me. Now, I'm going to go into content for a little bit, right? I don't want to just be like, hey, wealthy investors, the best program ever. We teach people how to flip. We do this, you guys, you know, we're gonna give you a coach, we're gonna have courses, we have events. That's what bad ads look like. People who do that don't understand marketing. They don't understand any of this stuff, okay? Um, you have to give good content that makes people want to take the next step. And the next step is, you know, to get them to your landing page, which I'll talk about here in a sec. But, you know, in this one, I would just give content depending on, you know, how long we had for the ad. Some ads might be a minute, some might be two or three minutes. Like we, we know that going into it, how we're gonna make the ad. But, you know, if I had a minute, I would start just saying like, look, you know, if you don't know who I am, I flipped over 500 homes, I've got over 550 rental units, like I'm, I'm building credibility within the second. I'm like, and you know, we've had thousands of students in our programs over the years. Now here's the thing, you know, and then I just go into like the value proposition. Okay, I'm just making this ad up off the top of my head, but that's how I usually do all of them. I just kind of wing it because I've done so many and then the team tests it and sees what works. Then we go make more versions of the one that works, okay? But, um, you know, I would just go straight into it and I'd be like, you know, so-and-so um, flipped their first house and made $30,000, show a picture, a testimonial, you know, this person did it. And guess what, guys? The market's changing, interest rates are high, but that means there's a new way to find deals that nobody is telling you about, right? With your ad, you wanna create mystery. You don't wanna just tell um, exactly what you're doing and you know, not give them a reason to click the next thing. You gotta create some kind of mystery to take the next step. And I'll be like, and so, you know, I'm doing a free training going over these, this, this important thing that you don't know, so click the link below, right? That's, that's basically the gist of an ad. The whole goal is to not teach, it's to make things very quick and to the point, deliver the outcome they're looking for, like make them aware of the outcome, not the deliverables, like, hey, the outcome is this, you can make six figures in the next 12 months. Does that interest you or not? Okay, cool. Well, let me tell you a little bit about, you know, other people who have done it and 
you know, what the opportunity looks like. And then I'm not going to really go in depth on it. I'm just going to get them to click the next thing because guess what? You know, the next thing's going to be way more in depth. And also too, I want to get their information. You know, I want to make sure I get their email address. I want to, you know, get the data because guess what? When you're spending a lot of money on ads, you got to retarget these people. You've got to send them emails and all that other stuff, right? So once you get an ad, step two is you're going to send them to a landing page with a VSL. VSL stands for video sales letter. Now, you know, a landing page is just uh, another word for just like a website, okay? And it's just simple. It's not like this is this fancy, you know, website. Uh, my editors can put like one of our landing pages with this VSL I'm talking about overlaid right now on YouTube. But, um, you know, really this VSL is just going to be a, and, and this depends, okay? Traditionally, my VSLs have been about 10 minutes because we, we found a lot of success with that, but we have tested 30-minute ones, one-hour ones, and we've also had success with those. It really depends on the traffic because if somebody already knows who I am and they're what we would call warm traffic, they can go watch a short video. Like They, they don't need to know who I am. They already know. And you know, basically, I just want to get to the point and tell them about the opportunity. If they have no idea who I am, they're cold traffic. Well, we're going to have to build up this credibility in the next 30 minutes to an hour during this VSL. And so we might say, hey, we got a free training, a free webinar, all this stuff, right? And, you know, I would spend half that time, you know, kind of telling my story, building social proof, helping, you know, break maybe false beliefs that they have. Then I'd spend a little bit of time doing some training on, what it is I'm talking about. And then at the end, I'd be doing a you know, hard call to action for them to book a call with my team. Like that's basically the structure of a VSL. Now, I could use like this video right now as a super long VSL. Um, I'm not like selling anything on this, so it's not like this one's more all over the place than how I would structure a normal VSL. And also, too, I kind of went straight into the teaching and the content. I'm doing way too much teaching in this video for a VSL. You know, I would have talked way more about my story. I would have talked way more about mindset and everything else. But, you know, for this video, it's not a VSL. Like, I just want to give you guys as much content as humanly possible. And so hopefully you appreciate that and, you know, you subscribe. But, um, you know, the VSL's job, once again, it's, it's kind of like the ad where you want to get them to watch but you don't want to tell them everything, right? Like the whole point of this is to make them aware of your offer and the opportunity and get them to talk to somebody on your team. Now, a lot of people are asking, well, why, why do they need to talk to someone on my team? Like, what if I don't have salespeople? What if I suck at sales? Whatever, right? Well, if you're not competing on price and you're usually selling things that are, you know, higher ticket, higher ticket service, higher ticket product, people are usually going to need to talk to somebody about buying that. Um, you know, for us, our education programs could be anywhere from, you know, 500 bucks to a hundred thousand dollars. So, you know, that, that most people are going to need to talk to somebody before dropping 20 grand on something, right? They're not just going to go click credit card here. Now, if you have a cheaper product, that's a hundred bucks or something. Yes. You know, you don't need a sales team. Somebody, they should be able to just click it and buy after watching that video. But, you know, in the end, I'm just teaching you more so from the coaching side, the high ticket side, because I assume that's probably going to be a lot of you guys watching this. Um, and, you know, like we talked about before, we don't ever want to really compete on price. We want to go after blue oceans and, you know, sell higher ticket things because, 
it's higher margin, more value, better customers, and everything else. All right, so you know we're gonna have a VSL, and the whole point of it is to get them to book a call with our team.